You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, it is oh so simple. Rocket, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next four hours. Thank you to everybody tuned in, locked in all over North America. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. And most importantly, you. You can always tune in on the free Odyssey app. You can listen on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. You can tune in on Sirius XM Channel 158. And you can also listen to me on a smart speaker. If you're smart enough, ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. Look, it's two days before Thanksgiving. We know we got a full slate of NFL games that are going to take place on Thursday. We have the college football playoff. The the rankings were released today, a couple hours ago. They are exactly the same as last week, especially in the top four slots. Ben Simmons decided to actually play basketball in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The Final Four is heading to Vegas in a few years. Garrett Cole has been called a cheater. Not the first time he's been called a cheater. I'm talking about baseball. And then Cliff Kingsbury. We know he sucked last night, but he's not the only coach who deserves a a swift kick in the ass. And at the same time, speaking of a swift kick in the ass, if you're following with the World Cup, Argentina caught one, and Ronaldo, he didn't even play yet, but uh, he's gone from Manchester United. And so these are a bunch of things that we're going to talk about here over the next four hours. If you want to reach me, it's simple. We got a number, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. A shut before I get started. How are you feeling, man? You good? I'm doing well. I appreciate you asking, JR. How are you, my friend? Most certainly. I'm I'm very well, thank you. We just witnessed this... uh, This basketball disaster in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia wins over the Brooklyn Nets, 115 to 106. And Ben Simmons, he has a double-double, 11 points, 11 assists, and 7 rebounds. Eh, But the whole team, all of the Brooklyn Nets, they pretty much fell flat. The Brooklyn Nets, they now fall to 8-10 and on the season. And I must remind you, tonight for the 76ers, there was no Maxi. There was no Harden. There was no Embiid. And they still managed to wipe the floor with the Brooklyn Nets. We're going to talk about Ben Simmons and this, this return to Philadelphia next hour. I, I'm not so sure that the fans gave him their all when it came down to some of the boos. And we'll talk about Ben Simmons, Philadelphia, the Brooklyn Nets, and by the way, yes, Kyrie Irving is back. We'll get into all of that next hour. I want to I get this out the way, because last night, 
as we sat down and watched Monday Night Football, and maybe you watched it, maybe you heard about it, it was an ass-whooping. And we talked about the game last night at its conclusion as the Arizona Cardinals took on the 49ers and they were stomped out in Mexico City, the final score, 38-10. to 10. And I made some, some very straightforward comments about the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury, someone who was just given a contract extension. But over the past few years, this man cannot complete a season. The team typically starts off well, and then they crash. The first half of games, they'll start off okay, and then they crash. They're one of the most penalized teams in the NFL over the past several years. You might actually think they are the Raiders when it comes down to the amount of penalties that they accrue. And so for the life of me, I don't know who Cliff Kingsbury has naked pictures of. I don't know whose yard he is mowing. I don't know, you know, what he's doing in Arizona. I don't know if he's watering plants. I I have no idea. But this man still has a job. The Cardinals are seven and four, and they're going nowhere. And it's not just because Kyler Murray is a small-ish quarterback. He also got a new contract. Cliff Kingsbury is useless. And he's not the only head coach in the NFL that's useless. I'm going to tell you about a few others. Because Cliff Kingsbury isn't the only dude who should find the door. Or the door should find his backside on the way out. Last night after that butt kicking in Mexico City, Cliff Kingsbury, he spoke to the media. And he had the nerve to sit around telling everybody about their missed opportunities. I thought we had some opportunities um, to make some plays. Obviously, the fourth downs, not getting those hurt us and really put us behind. Uh, the interception there was tough, but that's a really good team. We knew we'd have to play you know, as good as we played all year, um, and I thought they played really physical in that second half and found a way to, uh, to make plays. Oh, okay. Oh, they found a way. Well, the talent just isn't there, Cliff. And then when the talent has been there, and I know DeAndre Hopkins has gone from injuries to drugs very quickly, performance-enhancing drugs, even when you have a healthy squad, y'all suck. Can't coach a game to save his life. I wonder how long this is going to last out in Arizona. He lives in a nice, fancy house in the desert. But I don't foresee that lasting too much longer, especially if he's going to continue to have a team that displays this type of crap on the field. This is an absolutely going nowhere of a season with the Arizona Cardinals, but he isn't the only guy that should get the boot this year. We know Frank Reich is gone. He got the boot. Didn't take him too much much time to get shown the door. What about Nathaniel Hackett? He's already on borrowed time. Yeah, the head coach of the Denver Broncos. It's like every week. He delineates a new responsibility to someone new on the team. Remember the first game of the season? This man decided to kick a 64-yard field goal instead of giving the ball to Russell Wilson to convert a fourth down. And that 64-yard field goal, you can imagine, it wasn't made. Recently, I'm talking about like right now, this week, He just said Clint Kubiak, yes, the son of Gary. 
This guy's 35 years old. He's enlisting the play calling duties to him. Nathaniel Hackett, over the past season, in his first year as a head coach, said, I need someone to help me manage the clock and make decisions. I need someone to actually call the plays. And he says, this is going to free him up to cover more game management. What are you doing? And what is your job as a head coach? Is anybody listening to you? They've invested approximately $230 million into Russell Wilson. You think they're going to keep you around? This is the Walmart family here. These are the Waltons. You think they got, they got money here? You think they got money that they're sweating? Nathaniel Hackett is going to get shown the door. I was an advocate early this season. Before things got going, I said, give him a chance. First-year head coach. Don't be so quick to give him the boot. That has certainly changed over the past several weeks because he can't get out of his way. And at this point, he's pretty much admitted that he sucks, that he doesn't know what he's doing. This is that first loss of the season to the Seahawks when he decided to kick a 64-yard field goal. Listen to Nathaniel Hackett. Hello, y'all. Unfortunate uh, ending there. Uh, just to start off with it, when you're 0-4 in the red zone, 12 penalties, uh, two turnovers, uh, it's not a good deal. And, uh, you know, I give so much credit to the Seahawks. I give a ton of credit to our players battling the whole night to be able to ha- put ourselves in position to potentially win a game-winning field goal. I, you know, with all those things against us, I thought those guys did a good job. Um, but we just got to be better in that red zone. And that starts with me. I got to be sure we've got a better plan and we're able to get physical down there and, and uh, score some touchdowns instead of field goals or nothing at all. It's almost Thanksgiving. There is nothing better about the Broncos. They are three and seven. They are an embarrassment. And even having Russell Wilson on the team is not saving their ass. Nathaniel Hackett is going to be one and done. And if they weren't so far gone, out of competition, they would have fired him if they were close to competing. But they don't want to make this disaster any worse. Cliff Kingsbury, terrible. Nathaniel Hackett, one and done. And how about this guy? Oh, my goodness. Is, is there a job that this dude can keep? Is there, does anybody like him? What is he? Does he think he's miniature Bill Belichick? I'm talking about Josh McDaniels and the oh-so-disappointing Raiders. It's not so much about the Raiders and their injuries, of which they have many. Before they even got to that point, man, the Raiders couldn't execute or finish a game or hold the lead to save their lives. How many times do you have to go up 15, 17, and 20 points on multiple teams and just choke it away? Your starting quarterback, Derek Carr, is crying in post-game press conferences because the losses hurt so damn much. But when it comes to the Raiders, it's real simple. Misery loves company. Mark Davis loves to feel the pain. He hired Gruden to come back off of television and gave him an unprecedented 10-year, 
$10 million contract so we could all find out how big of a jerk John Gruden is. Mark Davis decided to bring in Mike Mayock, who more recently, before his job with the Raiders, before he got fired, was a general manager for TV on the NFL Network. How about you actually hire some folks who haven't been just collecting TV money out of the league and hire some dudes who have maybe been around more recently? That's not Mark Davis's way. The next thing you know, Mark Davis is going to He's going to hire a coach from the black hole. I nominate Gorilla Rilla from the black hole to be the next head coach of the Raiders. Why not? The Raiders are a mess. And the fact that Josh McDaniels is still the head coach, and, and he'll probably still be the head coach next year despite this 3-7 and seven start and pathetic defense, he's not going anywhere. He's going to stick around. It's pretty terrible here. Derek Carr crying. And then when he found out that Josh McDaniels is going to stay because Mark Davis gave him a vote of confidence, Derek Carr wasn't crying about that. Listen. Just being here, you know, for for nine years and um, everything that we've all seen and and been through and it, some tragedies and all all the all the stuff, right? You know. I'm so happy to hear that, you know, Mr. Davis feels that way. You know, I'm so happy that, you know, he loves Josh. He loves Dave. He believes in him. And it kind of just, like, gave us a breath. Like, yes, like, let's just let's just get better. You know, let's just be – let's work on being a better football team. Let's go try and win all these games. Let's go try and do all that, of course. But let's just be a better football team. And it kind of just let us know that the process, trust that process. Well, there is a process, and we do have time, you know, like during the season right now that we know, like, who our leader is, and we know that we're rolling. And, and, and that gives us confidence as a football team. So it absolutely, when he came out and did that, you know, like, thank, you know, thank goodness, you know, that kind of thing. No, 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 no. No Derek Carr, no. I understand why Derek Carr is happy that Josh McDaniels is staying. It's because Derek Carr, even though he's probably going to be next to go, he doesn't have to sit around and go through a new head coach, another one, a different offensive system. Tony Sperano and, and Jack Del Rio and John Gruden, Rich Basaccia, Josh McDaniels. He's gone through so many coaches since he's been in the NFL. He doesn't want anybody else. But don't worry, Derek Carr. Sooner than later, I think you'll be replaced too. And how about one of his other coaches, Dennis Allen? He's also on eh, maybe a warm seat down in New Orleans. The Saints are 4-7. and seven. Yeah, it's going to be tough following up on Sean Payton. It's going to be tough trying to figure out whether or not Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston is going to be your starting quarterback. But the Saints have just completely fallen flat. There is no saving them. I don't know if they'll be bad enough to get one of the top quarterbacks in the draft. I don't know if they're going to be good enough to make the playoffs. I think the answer is absolutely not. And the New Orleans Saints for right now, post Drew Brees, post Sean Payton, with Dennis Allen, they are in purgatory. Football purgatory. A matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago, they lost to the Steelers. 20-10 20-10 to 10 to a, a rookie quarterback running around. 
T.J. Watt returned in that game. They couldn't beat Kenny Pickett. They couldn't muster any offense. Andy Dalton threw two INTs. And after the game, this is what Dennis Allen had to say after that loss. I told the team in there today that the, the message now is, is man, there's got to be a sense of urgency. There's got to be a sense of urgency in everything that we do. We've got to get some things corrected, and there has to be a sense of urgency about doing that. And, and, and what we've done to this point has not been good enough. And so if we keep doing the same things and expect it to be different, that's the definition of insanity. So um, we've got to change the way we prepare. We've got to change the way we get the way we get ready to play a game. That's coaches, players, that's all of us. Um, you know, because it, it, it hasn't been, you know, up to the standard that we've had here. Well, are, are you going to help turn things around, Mr. Dennis Allen? Are you capable of helping to turn things around? His seat is probably warm. Brandon Staley, we saw his Chargers blow another lead on Sunday night against the, the Kansas City Chiefs and Man, the Chargers, year after year, they they field one of the best quarterbacks in the entire game, and Justin Herbert. And even this season, once again, their defense is pathetic following some of the additions and some of the healthy players who have been added to the roster. The Chargers are 5-5. Five and five. How much confidence Staley elicits out of that ownership group is to be seen. And so far, and so far this year, we've seen Matt Rule get the boot and by the way Steve Wilkes already said that Sam Darnold is the next starting quarterback that should tell you how bad things are in Carolina we've also seen Frank Reich get the boot and he made way for a head coach who has zero experience in Jeff Saturday you know I don't believe at this late stage of the season that we're going to see anybody else get removed in the regular season. But when that final game comes along, I think Nathaniel Hackett has the highest potential to be gone. I think Dennis Allen is staring that in the face. And depending on what the cards do for the rest of the year, Cliff Kingsbury, even though he signed a new extension, he might be facing the boot. But the worst coaches in the NFL right now, Kingsbury, Nathaniel Hackett, Josh McDaniels, Brandon Staley, and Dennis Allen. These guys are absolutely terrible. And then poor Lovey Smith, he's not doing anything but babysitting for the Houston Texans. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We have oh so much to talk about. Ben Simmons. Cheaters in baseball, the NFL owners trying not to pay their players. I will explain. But when we come back, I want to hear from you. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Who is the worst coach in the NFL right now? I think it's a tie somewhere between Cliff Kingsbury and Nathaniel Hackett. I'll talk to you on the other side of the break and more. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We saw what took place in Mexico City last night. Arizona Cardinals getting stomped out by the 49ers 38 to 10. I sat here on the air right after the game and I told you that it is shocking, amazing to me that Cliff Kingsbury has a job, that he actually received a contract extension in the offseason after the Cardinals. Yes, without DeAndre Hopkins, but still undisciplined, still uninspired, still a bleep show. And here they are now with some of the same issues with a 4-7 and seven record. But Cliff Kingsbury isn't the only coach who's been doing a crap job this year. Dennis Allen with the Saints, they're 4-7. and seven. Brandon Staley, I, I keep expecting for the Chargers to take a step forward and they continue to stay a step in absolutely nowhere. Stepping in you-know-what. The Chargers are even at 5-5, five and five, mediocre as they always are. Lighting it up on offense, but still fielding one of the worst defenses, even with all of their new additions. Sad story, sad scenario with the Chargers. Josh McDaniels is already defending his job in Vegas, and Mark Davis is backing him up. And then we all know about Nathaniel Hackett. It's like the clock is ticking on him. I'm sure Russell Wilson has already gone above his head to say, hey, can, can we fire the coach? It's his fault. I'm sure that's something happening. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. What NFL coaches are on the hot seat? What NFL coaches are doing the worst job this year? If you can't call, you can tweet me at JR Sport Brief. Let's go to Sam. He's calling up from Baltimore. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, JR? How you doing tonight, man? Excellent. Go ahead. Um, I think that it has to be Nathaniel Hackett, right? I mean, he's given up play calling. Uh, the writing's pretty much on the wall that he's not going to be the coach that takes them where they need to be with Russell Wilson. But I think Brandon Staley and Cliff Klingsbury could both lose their jobs at the end of the season if their teams don't make the playoff for sure. No, no doubt about it. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Yep, no problem. I'll take care of Sam from Baltimore. Let's go to Matt from Virginia. You're on CBS Sports Radio. How you doing, sir? I'm uh, very I think the well. worst hit- oh, my God. I'm very well, Matt. How are you? Man, I'm living the dream, my friend. I'm living the dream. Get ready for my gobble gobble, ready for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think uh, I I love Mike Tomlin back in his day, man. He 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 was the you know the king of the castle, but I think his day has passed. He's got the highest paid defense, one of the worst in the NFL. He let Roethlisberger ride you know too many years, too many, and he promoted Matt Canada, worst offensive corner I think in the NFL. I, I think he was once great, but no longer. And I think that's the worst NFL coach right now, Mike Tomlin. Thank you. Well, is that is that Mike Tomlin's fault when you start talking about the the new general manager, Colbert gone, Con in? What are we kicking Mike Tomlin for? I mean, yeah, you he, know that's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. I I, I like how how you said that. But here's the thing: he's one of the co captains of the ship, right? He he I went Nigel Harris first round last year. Never should have drafted somebody that high. I love Nigel Harris, but we should have gotten O-line, 
Our O-line's horrible. Our D-line's horrible. Highest, you know, he was in part to play with paying T.J. Watt all that money. Love T.J. Watt, but when he's out, when he's in, he's okay. Well, I think I think we we have some errors here on on Mike Tomlin's role. Mike Tomlin certainly has influence, certainly does, but he ain't the dude handing out the checks. He's not ultimately constructing the entire roster. Mike Tomlin can only coach who's available to him, and I think when you look at the track record, not necessarily even of Mike Tomlin, but of the Steelers, and if you look at the NFL as a whole. The Steelers don't have Ben Roethlisberger. They're in a rebuilding phase. It, but what are you? What what more would you want from Mike Tomlin at this point? If if I were Mike Tomlin, I would not have made the choices for the drafts that he's made. I would not have picked Kenny Pickett. You know, and I know. You know, he's at best a, a B-rated average quarterback. He's got the IQ. He doesn't have the execution. He doesn't have the arm strength. Wouldn't have picked Nigel Harris. If we're in rebuilding. Well, 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 but, he, but here's 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 the thing, man. You know, you're you're telling me about you're talking to me as if Mike Tomlin is the general manager. Mike Tomlin has influence, but Mike Tomlin is the coach. And I think at the same time, if you think about where the team is, and thank you, Matt, for calling from Virginia, this man has had nothing but success. NFL players actually want to play for Mike Tomlin. NFL players respect Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin isn't someone who people walk around and say he's a joke, that he's not committed, that he's not prepared, that he doesn't care. You know what? We got a lot of NFL head coaches who can learn a little bit of something from Mike Tomlin. And sure, we can all make fun of his his post-game press conferences and how direct he is and and, and the shouting and, and the talking and just getting right to the point. Players want to run through a wall for that man. And you want to tell me about who he selected in the draft? What is Mike Tomlin, judge, jury, and executioner? The Steelers have been one of the best run organizations in professional sports. That's because they're not waking up hiring and firing guys like it's the flavor of the month. Manny is calling from Flushing. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, JR? How you doing? I'm good. Go ahead. Damn. Uh, I will say this. Uh, um, I will say, uh, I'm going to say this, man. Yo, Clem, Clem Kingsbury, I think he has more looks than wins. You really, you really think about it. <laughs> because he, he can't, he, he can't, he can't. I bet he will, in a, in a couple of years, he'll be hosting a TV show from now. Because he can't, he can't even coach a damn team. Yeah, no, we, we, we see that. He he likes to sit in the draft in that opulent house that he has out in Arizona, but you know, outside of that I don't I don't know what he's contributing too much to the team. Yeah, I know, because because back in the days he he used to be good in the first half, but then he sucks as in the second half. I mean if I mean this is I mean I mean this is I mean the the Cardinals are a mess. They don't know what the hell I mean, their coach stinks, their quarterback eh, inconsistent. I mean I mean, they said that damn. I mean, he said that contract, like basically telling him, "Hey, don't play video games." I mean, I have never, I have never heard of a contract that you that you say you can't, you gotta work four hours a four hours a day on your game more than video games. I mean, my God, I mean, how stupid can it be? 
Well, they, they, they're certainly, and thank you, Manny, for calling from Flushing. They are, are, are certainly letting everybody know how much, how much trust they all have in each other. Not a lot. Yeah, when you're starting quarterback, you, you had to try to insert a clause letting everybody know that he's going to have to study in order to make his money. What? It's crazy. Tim is from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Who Who's thinking to join up at the head coaching position? Lovey Smith, man. I mean, come on, man. I can't even believe you ain't mentioned his name. I, I, mean, I did. Lo- I did. Lovey Smith is really stinking to join up. I mean, you know, I don't know what's going on with that team, but my, my God, man. I mean, that man is not he, – he's not getting it done. Well, you know? I, I did I did mention Lovey Smith and the reason you why – You know, and I'm sorry if I missed that. I, I No, it's okay. I'm at it's work, a, man. No, you it's know, okay. So I, well, I, allow I me – well, Tim, stop talking. Thank you. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, Allow me to actually make it short and succinct, and maybe that's why you missed it. I said this, and it took me about, I don't know, five to ten seconds to say it. Lovey Smith is nothing right now but a glorified babysitter. You can coach the Texans. I can coach the Texans. And I'm not going to hold that against Lovey Smith because Lovey Smith is not supposed to be doing a damn thing right now. I mean, David Culley coached the team last year. Lovey Smith is the victim this season. It doesn't matter who coaches the Texans until they actually build up a roster and have a QB. So I'm not going to fault Lovey Smith. They can ask Bill Belichick to go down there and coach him, and then they would still be trash. Yeah, Davis Smills, God bless Damian Pierce, but everybody else, Brandon Cooks doesn't even want to be there. I'm sure he'd love to be back in New England at this point. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're talking about some of the worst head coaches in the NFL right now and who might get the boot next. And speaking of the boot, I don't think he got the boot. seems that he certainly wanted to leave. Ronaldo is gone for Manchester United. And Messi, he might be getting the boot from the World Cup. I'm going to take more of your calls on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First of all, one of the most well rounded shows on Sports Talk Radio. You have it. Don't change anything. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. You want to know how well rounded this is? We've been talking about how bad NFL head coaches are, some of them. And in the span of the next 30 minutes, we're also going to talk about Ronaldo and Ben Simmons. Find, find that to be well-rounded, okay? Even if you don't care about soccer, I'm going to tell you about Ronaldo. Matter of fact, this is about Ronaldo. You know the World Cup is going on right now. It's taking place in Qatar. Could you find it on a map? It's about biggest Connecticut 
sits right next to Saudi Arabia. And they basically stole their way into having a World Cup because they got plenty of money. They got gas money, literally. This is a, this is a, I want to call it a country, but it is a country. I want to call it a city. It's about big as a city. This city state, it used to excavate pearls. And then somebody said, well, damn, we got gas. Now we got money. So they bought themselves a World Cup. They got so much money that they moved the World Cup from the summertime to November. One of the biggest soccer players in the world, two of them are actually participating in the World Cup right now. Messi, who plays for Argentina, you might have heard of him. And I guess here's some equivalents. If you don't give a damn about soccer, listen to this. Messi is like Steph Curry. Ronaldo is like LeBron James. These are two of the greatest soccer players ever. Two different styles. One is small, moves all over. One's game is all about power and goals. But they're still awesome. Two of the greatest ever of all time. And so Messi, his team loses to Saudi Arabia, where he's expected to win a championship. He's been waiting on a World Cup forever. He's 35. He might not ever see it. And then you have Ronaldo, 37 years old, plays for Portugal, started his career. This is, these are the LeBron James parallels. Ronaldo started his career at Manchester United, like LeBron started in Cleveland. Ronaldo left, played for a couple of teams, and then he just got back to Manchester United. But the manager, the greatest of all time, the most successful of all time, Alex Ferguson, is gone. He's been gone now for the better part of 10 years. And Ronaldo, at the end of his career, decided to sign and return back to Manchester United, except for the management is different. Staff is different. And Ronaldo hated it. Imagine if LeBron James went back to Cleveland and then told everybody how much he hated Dan Gilbert. Imagine if LeBron James did this on Good Morning America. Well, that's what Ronaldo did. He told everybody on Piers Morgan, you might remember Piers Morgan, he told everybody there that the management sucks, that they don't even want him there, and that he wants to leave. Well, today, they released Ronaldo. I want you to listen to this, and then I'm going to get back to your phone calls. This is Ronaldo just basically going scorched earth on his bosses. They're trying to force you out. Yes, not only the coach, but the other two or three guys there around the club. At the senior executive level? Uh, yes, that I felt betrayed. And uh, you think they're trying to get rid of you? Honestly, I shouldn't say that, I don't know, but listen, I, I don't care, I'm always, people should listen to the truth. Yes, I feel betrayed, and I felt that some people that don't want me here, not only this year, but last year too. Oh, okay. Let me tell you something, that's a big deal. By the way, The team, Manchester United and Ronaldo, they have agreed to part ways and go separate ways. The team was trying to figure out how they were going to sue the guy, and now he's free to go where he wants. I don't know who the hell is going to want him, somebody. But is he worth it? It's like if LeBron James went scorched earth. Congratulations to Ronaldo, but by the way, he's going to take on Ghana. The World Cup on Thursday. Good luck uh, for Ronaldo. At least he's free. And by the way... Manchester United is owned by the same folks, the Glazers, who own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. And they might get ready to sell. Chris is here from Memphis. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, uh, what's up with my Green Bay Tigers and Matt LaFleur? I'm going to let you answer that. I'm going to hang up. Oh, well, thank you, Chris. Get right to the point. Well, what's wrong with the Green Bay Packers? They have a miserable person at quarterback. They have no wide receivers of, a, of establishment. Christian Watson, you have to wait on that. And that's what's going on with the Packers, man. And that and, and amongst the injuries on defense. You could have saw this coming from a mile away. John, where the hell are you calling from? You calling from San Diego? San Diego, man. Okay, go ahead, man. Who's the worst coach? Uh, I think it's got to be Brandon Staley. I mean, I'm a disgruntled uh, Charger fan, but I still root for the players. And, uh, you know, I, I know he's a young, talented, brilliant young coach, but that hasn't translated to the play on the field. You look at the, the play of Herbert, and he's actually gone backwards. And they seem to play up to the competition and, and down to the competition. They've taken the Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs to overtime two out of the last four games, but they can't seem to close the deal. And in the last series the other night when the Chargers played the Chiefs, it looked like Herbert wasn't ready for, you know, the two-minute drill. I mean, they, yeah. they're going backwards. Yeah, we can't even blame uh, Anthony Lynn anymore, which is uh, is, a, is a shame. He was the punching bag there. Scotty's calling from Myrtle Beach. You're on CBS Sports Radio. JR, happy early Thanksgiving from the Dirty Myrtle. How you doing? Uh, thank you to you as well. What's up? Man, listen, outside of the two rookie coaching hacks, we know McDaniel and Hackett have been awful. It's got to be the defending Super Bowl champion coach, Sean McVay. They are terrible. Outside of Cooper Cup, they have no offense. If he's supposed to be an offensive genius, he's got to figure a way to spread the ball around. I know that Stafford got hurt, but even when he was playing, he was terrible. They've looked bad. They had most of the people coming back from their Super Bowl champion team, minus Andrew Whitworth. They can't run the ball. I understand the Cam Akers isn't there. Now they just get rid of Henderson. But I'll tell you what, he's got to do a better job right now. This is unacceptable for the talent they have on their team. Okay. Thank you, Scotty, from Myrtle Beach. I, I would beg to differ. It's not just Whitworth. The entire offensive line is basically new and in shambles. Uh, you now have Cooper Cup, who's gone down to injury. I think the offensive line has played a major part as to why they absolutely stink. There's been no cohesion, but I'm not necessarily going to lay that at the hands of Sean McVay being an offensive guru. I'm going to look at the man who constructed the team to win a Super Bowl in less Sneed. He made it very clear after winning that championship, after going through the parade, F them picks. Well, now they have no picks to build, and they're going to have to go through free agency. Not the easiest thing. Casey's calling from South Carolina. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, man. Uh, How's it going from another South Carolina fan? Well, thank you, man. What's up? Man, so the worst coach is uh, Brian... Pepper. Oh, oh, wait, he's not a coach. That's an owner. I, I thought he was coaching the Carolina Panthers. I'm sorry. Dude, the Carolina Panthers organization is a mess. Uh, I'm glad they got rid of Christian McCaffrey because I'm a players person, and he's doing phenomenal in San Francisco. Uh, he should be the reason, linked up with Debo, that they should win the national championship this year, in my opinion. Uh, but the Carolina Panthers, man, just the whole organization sucks right now. Okay. Uh, and real quick. Yes. A Carolina fan did what we do to Tennessee. Was it a fluke 
or did it finally click? And I just want to hear what you got to say. Love your show, man. Well, thank you so much, Casey, for calling from South Carolina. If I blew out my ACL, you'd whoop my ass too. James is calling from L.A. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, Jr.? Happy Thanksgiving to y'all down there. Um, you know, I call you and Chef Stars because you shine like one. Uh, shout out to Matt. And I want to say Josh McDaniel definitely is, is, is the worst coach. He doesn't know what he's doing. When his only, his only victories are against a disgruntled Houston team and to Paul Hackett's kid twice, you know, there's a problem there. You know, uh, I know we were supposed to uh, do this, you know, with the firepower we got that he should have put it together. But he, I don't think he knows what he's doing. I know he's got some – for some reason he's got uh, – Mark Davis is here. And the only thing I could think of, as I keep saying, is that he promised him he could get Brady next year. So we'll see about that. But that's why he talks. Okay. Well, thank you, James, for calling from L.A. Wouldn't that be something? Tom Brady ends up a Raider? Would Tom Brady want to step into that mess? I'd rather – I think, man, Tom Brady has had many opportunities to retire, including to try to maybe stay home with his family. And he's always said, nah, I'll keep playing. Sticking around for the Raiders, I think that would actually prompt a retirement. Tom Brady eventually has to leave, right? Tom Brady can't play forever, right? That'd be a hell of a story, though. Brady with the Raiders. Oh, my goodness. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You know, we just talked about some bad coaches. You always hear the cliche. We're going to go from bad to worse. We're going to talk about Ben Simmons on the other side of the break. Because Ben Simmons played a basketball game tonight. He played in Philadelphia. Did they boo him? Did they cheer him? Did they jeer him? Did they throw crap? I'm going to fill you in on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. No losers here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.